0: This is a presentation of the Trine Broadcasting Network, part of the Center for Sports Studies at Trine University. Learn more at trine.edu. Welcome back, everybody, to Episode 7 of That 6. I'm your host, Kyler Bills. Man, I'm gonna stop the happy act. I'm I'm extremely broken, uh, but I have you know I got some things I gotta get off my chest in this episode. Um, I will uh, address the elephant in the room before we do any recaps um, of the week, but prepared to uh, talk about this throughout the episode, man. Um, And without further ado, man, let's jump into it. Starting off, uh, everybody's seen it. Uh, Let me let me paint the stage for you, man. Um, It is Thursday. November 23rd, I think. 20, 20th, 22nd, something like that. Um yeah, man, I'm I'm, I'm sitting there at 11:30. Um what well, I was watching the Clippers game. Uh and everything's going perfect. I mean, you know, perfectly fine. The Clippers is, is is beating the uh the Los Angeles Lakers. Shout out to the Los Angeles Clippers, they're actually playing right now. Um, I, I believe they are playing. Um, but like I said, this is not a uh not an NBA podcast, man. Um they play the Thunder tonight. That's what I was looking at. Uh and they actually I moved to eight. Interesting. Um, anyways, man, the uh, the Carolina Panthers trade the trade Christian McCaffrey to the San Francisco 49ers for a 2023 second, third, and fourth round pick, and then a 2024 fifth round pick. So, uh, man, I, I posted a video up on TikTok um, under that six podcast. You want to go follow it and, and check that video and whatnot. But I basically said I was pretty broken. I'm not going to sit here and lie to you. I was, I was a man. And um, I, I shed some tears. You know, it, it, for me, it's the second, you know, saddest night, you know, as a Carolina Panther fan for me, number one being in 20. Thirteen, I want to say, when Steve Smith was cut by the Carolina Panthers um, and signed to the Baltimore Ravens, but man, Christian was a guy I tuned in every Sunday for, no matter how Carolina's season was going. To I, I looked for Christian to grow. You know, I, I've sat here for since Christian came to the league, he's been my favorite player. You know, Steve retired in twenty seventeen. Christian was drafted in twenty seventeen. Um, he passed the torch to Christian for me for my for my favorite fa- for my favorite player in the league, um, and. For him to not be in a Carolina uniform, it just doesn't sit right with me. Um, for me, man, it's like, and I said this, I'm going to say this throughout the episode. If if we're really committed to this rebuild and they think that trading Christian McCaffrey is the best player, and, and, and in my opinion, was on his way to the best franchise player of all time. You know, I have it at Steve Smith right now. Uh, second is Luke Keekley, Third is Julius Peppers. Fourth is Cam Newton. Uh, and you can you can argue to put Christian at five, man. Um it's uh, it's difficult, man. Um, something I'm not totally used to. Oh, here we go with the cough. <clears throat> um, man, it was rough. And then seeing him this Sunday with with all of San Francisco, seeing him transform, you know, into the Bay Area guy. I wish them all the best. I will be, you know, rooting for the 49ers going forward. I am a diehard Carolina Panthers fan. Unfortunately, like I said, no matter what happens, I will stay a Carolina Panthers fan. I will cheer for the Panthers every single Sunday, no matter what happens within this team, as you can see. Um, I'm ride or die, man, but I will be cheering for the 49ers going forward. Um, if Carolina plays San Francisco next year, um, you best believe that I'm a... Uh, I'm looking for Christian to bust Carolina. Uh, that's how I was with Steve. That's how I'm going to be with Christian. Um, I'm not done talking about it. I'm going to talk about it throughout the episode. But uh, moving on from that, um, extremely disappointed, extremely broken from that pain. Uh, that, that's the only word I can use to to really you know, describe that. It's, it's pain, just pain. Uh, moving on to my weekly pickems. Um, solid week this week, 10 and 4. I got burned by some teams that just had no business burning me. Um, but ten and four this week—that brings it to probably my highest win percentage. I did go eleven and five a couple weeks back, but ten and four by no means is, is a bad record. Season Pickums record goes to fifty-seven forty-eight and one. I had the Pickums all sorts of screwed up uh last last week I think I my losses actually went down when I when I lost eight games in those pickems. So I, I, I do apologize for that. Uh moves my season season pick'ems to fifty seven, forty eight and one. Um and without further ado, man, we'll jump into the week two recaps. We got fourteen games to go over starting off Thursday night football. The Arizona Cardinals defeat the New Orleans Saints. Uh forty two to thirty four. This this game was kind of crazy. Um I think it was what? Like a fourteen to six game um with like Two minutes left in the, in, in the first half, and then Arizona racks off, you know, three touchdowns with it being – well, you know, we'll, we'll start from it. Rashid Shaheed, 53-yard pass from Andy Dalton. Uh, uh, Rodrigo Blankenship is back in the NFL. I actually didn't know he was in Arizona, um, but with the 50-yarder. I didn't watch this game. I was out watching Black Adam um, with my boys, so I didn't get to see this game. And, you know, I was watching the Clippers when I got home from that. Um Two Specs field goals, a Taysom Hill three-yard pass from Andy Dalton. Keontae Ingram starting off the run uh, with a two-yard run. Um, a Marco Wilson. I'm not going to be very fond of Marco Wilson right now because, to anybody knows, I'm a Florida Gators fan. I understand my teams are all over the place, but none of them are good, so so, so get off my back about it. Uh, Marco Wilson with a 38-yard pick six. Um... And it's good to see that he's scoring, you know, pick sixes when he's not throwing shoes across the field and losing us a game against LSU. But anyways, and if I if I get a little a uh, little excited in this, you know, Zach Rieger, Coach Rieger told me to let the let the emotions unfold. I'm being too nice to some people, so so in this episode, you're gonna see the emotions unfold. You're gonna see me get angry. Um, anyways, uh, and then an Isaiah Simmons 56 yard interception pick six, um, you know, from Kyle or from. Andy Dalton, sorry. The Saints still without Jameis Winston. Uh, And then a Lutz 25-yarder, a Greg Dortch five-yard pass from Kyler Murray. Uh, A Juwan Johnson 17-yard pass from Andy Dalton. You know, Benjamin five-yard touchdown run. A Juwan Johnson one-yard pass from Dalton. And then a Lutz field goal to bring the game within eight. Um, And then just ran out of time, man. Uh, The NFC South's a mess, an absolute mess. Uh, New Orleans is... Sitting at tied for third, all, all every single team is one game out. Carolina, which you'll hear my my opinion on it later, but Carolina, if they beat Atlanta this Sunday, and I think Tampa loses to New Orleans, then Carolina is first in the NFC South. And we traded away Christian McCaffrey. <sighs> Not done talking about it, man. Um, Arizona beating New, or New Orleans actually beating Arizona out by 170 total yards. Three turnovers for New turnovers for New Orleans and none for Arizona uh, Arizona with about you know two minutes more of time of possession and then four more first downs for New Orleans uh, it was a pretty even game you see those three turnovers um, Saints obviously dominated the total yards but the turnovers and and when you turn over when you turn the ball over and it, it translates straight to six it's gonna be hard to battle back from that um, starting off Andy Dalton 30 or 47. 361 yards and six touchdowns. Four were to his team. Two were the, two were to the other team, and then another interception on top of those. Uh, the two pick sixes he threw. Uh, Alvin Kamara eleven carries, 49 yards. Eno Benjamin twelve carries, 92 yards. Kyler Murray twenty of twenty nine, 204 yards at Tuddy. D Hop first game back, uh, ten receptions, 103 yards. Chris Alave seven receptions for 106 yards. So. Um, I I picked Arizona. It was good to see the Cards win, and, and it's always good to see the, uh, the NFC South lose. Um, Cliff Kingsbury and Kyler Murray got in a little scuffle, a little squabble, a little bit. Um, little little Kyler Murray, you are a four foot five midget. Let's let's calm down. Who hasn't done anything? You haven't accomplished anything in the NFL. Let's just calm down, bro. Um, anyways, DeAndre Hopkins played kind of peacemaker there. Um, Arizona, like I said, I don't. But the thing is, the the AFC, the NFC West and the NFC South are are all extremely close right now, and not for a good reason. So, it'll be interesting to see uh, to see how everything unfolds in both those divisions. Um, I think the Cardinals have a better chance, you know, with getting you know D hop back. Maybe they can enlighten something. But uh, the Saints just. See, this is probably one of my best takes of the year. You know, I didn't think the Saints were gonna be that good. Everybody talk talking about they're a playoff team, they're contenders and whatnot. Like, all right, bro, all right, bro, watch this combo. Ward. <laughs> uh moving on, the Cincinnati Bengals defeat the Atlanta Falcons 35 to 17. Um, Joe Burrow, who is my co, and I understand this is hard, my co-AFC Offensive Player of the Week, 34-42, 481 yards and three touchdowns, added 20 yards on the ground, and then Joe Mixon, 17 carries, 58 yards in a tutty. Tyler Boyd, eight receptions, 155 yards in a tutty. Damir Bird with a 75-yard touchdown catch. Tyler Algier, six carries, 16 carries, I'm sorry, 50 yards in a tutty. Marcus Mariota, eight for 13, 124 yards in a tutty. Um, yeah, I mean, the Bengals kind of dominated, uh, whether it be to Jamar Chase, Tyler Boyd, Jamar Chase had two touchdowns for 133 yards and, and I think he got, you know, a little tweaked up in this game. Um, but he better be back for week eight. Low surprise. I'm going to the Carolina Panthers versus the Cincinnati Bengals game week eight should be really exciting. Not really exciting at all. I can't even watch Christian McCaffrey play pain. Um, but hopefully he's okay. I want to see Jamar Chase run all over Carolina's defense to of that draft pick. Uh, anyways, um, no turnovers in the whole game. 320 more yards of total offense for the Cincinnati Bengals. Seven more minutes of time of possession and 16 more first downs. It's as close to a blowout as you're going to get, man. Uh, Cincinnati's offense came out absolutely firing. Cincinnati sitting at second in the AFC North. Um, only to Baltimore right now, uh, who, who just narrowly escaped, you know, another loss, um, you know, against Cleveland. So uh, the Bengals are still very well in their division. Atlanta, like I said, I think Atlanta, you know, they're tied for first right now, Have lose the tiebreaker to Tampa Bay. But, you know, they're tied for first. It'll be interesting to see how the south unfolds and the north. There's a lot of close divisions in here. Um, there might not be a division, you know, maybe besides the AFC East that's just not wide open. Um, so yeah, man, it's, it's going to be interesting to see how everything unfolds moving on the Detroit Lions lose to the Dallas Cowboys 24 to six hate to see it. I wanted, I did pick the Cowboys. So right as of right now, I'm sitting at three and oh, right with the Cardinals Bengals and Cowboys wins. Um, Cowboys defeat him 24-6. Dak Prescott comes back 19-25, 207 yards in a tutty. Uh, Tony Pollard, 12 carries for 83 yards. CeeDee Lamb, four receptions for 70 yards. Um, Kyle Raymond, I think that's what his name is. Uh, probably not. I don't think it's Kyle. But anyways, Jamal Williams, 15 carries, 79 yards, one referee. Smoked with an absolute football. Jared Goofball, 21-26, and 26, 228, and two interceptions. Shout-out Coach Rieger. Shout-out Coach Hall. Both Lions fans. Michigan guys. Um... This battle of the first overall pick, man, we need Detroit to win some games. Um, total yards went to Dallas by about eighteen yards, or by exactly eighteen yards. Five turnovers for Dallas, for Detroit, one for Dallas. It's you're not going to win a football game like that. Uh, three more first downs for Dallas, and actually three more minutes of time of possession for Detroit. So those turnovers really hurt. Really not an exciting game. Um, it looks like only three touchdowns scored, all by uh, you know Dallas. Um, pff, not much of an offensive barn burner, man. Uh, shout out to the Cowboys defense. They locked in the, a Amonor uh, St. Brown went down with a concussion, I believe in the first quarter. Um, hopefully, you know, prayers up to a St. Brown, uh, Aiden Hutchinson had a solid game. I'll talk about that a little bit later. Um, brings the Alliance to dead last in the NFC North Cowboys sitting third in the AFC East or NFC East. I'm sorry. Um, you know, the Cowboys are still very well in the hunt for their division And then Detroit doesn't look like that. looks like Minnesota is running away with this division right now. Um, But I did pick the Cowboys, 3-0. Moving on to 4-0, the Tennessee Titans defeat the Indianapolis Colts. Matt Ryan is benched. Um, He does have the injury, but Frank Reich did announce that they're looking at Sam Ellinger to be the starter for the rest of the year. Ryan Tannehill, 13-20, 132 yards. Derrick Henry with the big game, 30 carries, 128 yards. Austin Hooper leading the charge. Uh, for Tennessee through the air with three receptions for 56 yards. Paris Campbell, ten receptions, 70 yards and a touchdown. Anybody who's a Colts fan knows how fraudulent and, and, and you know non-existent Paris Campbell has been. If I sounded shocked there, uh, Jonathan Taylor, ten carries for 58 yards, and then Matt Ryan, 33 or 44, 243, a touchdown and two picks. Man, uh, Ryan's just been looking crazy bad. Like he's he's you know the thing with Baker Mayfield and Sam Darnold is. Well, not Sam Darnley's the turnover machine, but with Bakers, like he just he doesn't throw the ball to our team or the other team. You know what I'm saying? They're just incomplete passes. But Matt Ryan will throw the ball to this team, throw the ball to the other team, throw the ball to the stands. He don't care. Um it, it sucks about Matt Ryan, I will say that. Starting off with a Randy Bullock field goal, Andrew Adams seventy six yard pick six, Randy Bullock field goal. Um, and then a Paris Campbell four yard pass from Matt Ryan to stop the bleeding for now. Uh Bullock thirty eight yarder. A uh, Chase McLaughlin fifty yarder, and then a Bullock forty eight yarder with four, with five minutes left, um, you know, to give Tennessee that that two possession lead and effectively end the game. Um, pretty close on the stats. One more first down for Indy. Uh, three more minutes of time of possession for Tennessee. Forty more total yards for Indy, and then two more turnovers for Indy. The turnovers play a huge aspect, especially like I said. Um, when, when you're throwing it to the other team and they take it back to the house, Indy somehow still sitting at 500, uh, not out of the division by any means. They win this game; they're sitting at first. Tennessee sitting at four and two. Indy sitting at three, three and one. Um, I picked Tennessee. They got me the win. There can't be too upset. Uh, sh- moving on to my first loss, my first loss, you know, of this week with my pickems. The Washington Commanders defeat the Green Bay Packers 23-21. to This isn't the last time you're going to hear me talk about a washed quarterback who's, who's a generational talent, man. Uh, Taylor Heineke, 20 of 33 for 201 yards, two touchdowns and an interception. Have mercy on me. Have mercy on my soul. Don't let my heart turn cold. Have mercy on many men. Many, 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 many. All right, I'm not going to sing that every single time, but Brian Robinson, 20 carries, 73 yards. Terry McLaurin, five receptions, 73 yards in a tutty. Terry had a really good day. Heineke, honestly, didn't play too bad. Lazard, six receptions, 55 yards. Aaron Jones, eight carries, 23 yards. 23 of 35, 194 yards, and two tutties for Aaron Rodgers. Um... You know the Packers lose their third game in a row. Is it time to worry about the Packers? It might be, man. Um, which, granted, there's there's been a lot of good teams who I predicted to to have solid seasons who are just struggling right now. But man, it's just not looking good. I'm not gonna lie to you. Um, him and him and his goat Connor part man, they're just not looking good as a team. Um, man, something's got to change, bro. To be honest, Washington moves them. To still last in their division in a stacked NFC West, sitting at three and four. Green Bay still sitting at second. Tied with the Bears, but have the tiebreaker at three and four. Uh, Minnesota obviously taking that five with five and one. Six more first downs for Washington, even on the turnover battle. Um, and then 15 more minutes of time of possession for Washington. And about hundred and thirty more total yards um for Washington over Green Bay. So it's it it's been a I don't know, man. Shout out to the Washington defense. Um they they honestly played really well. Um sorry, I'm texting somebody real quick. Uh all right, perfect. Um Joey slide back to missing field goals, love to see it. Um, It was still only a two-point game, but Washington or Green Bay, it's definitely time to worry. Um, Washington's coming, But, hey, we love Washington for winning that game, man, even though they burned me on my pickems. Shout-out Washington for winning that game, getting that Panthers draft order in a little better shape. Um, Yes, I'm checked out. I don't want to hear it. I want Carolina, the best for Carolina. Carolina don't want what's best for Carolina, so – I'm going to take the whole season. Uh moving on to the New York Giants uh 23 to 17 victory over the Jacksonville Jaguars starting off Trevor Lawrence 22 of 43, 310 yards, Daniel Jones 19 of 30 202 yards and a touchdown. Travis Etienne, 14 carries, 114 yards and a touchdown. Good day for Etienne. I uh, expect a lot of these days Four coming, man. Christian Kirk, seven receptions for 96 yards. Darius Slayton, three receptions for 58 yards and a tutty. Quads Barkley, 24 carries, 110 yards. Um, New York gets it done, man, moved to 6-1. and one. Um, The Jags sitting at third in the NFC or AFC South, I'm sorry, um, still not out of it, you know, three games back, but still not out of it. Um, Jackson, I, I do still think Jacksonville is better this year than what they were last year. Stats are pretty even, man, even on first downs, one more turnover for Jacksonville, uh, 20 more f- yards of total offense for Jacksonville. Um, and nine more minutes of possession for the giants. So possessions and that, obviously that, that, that costly turnover, man, is what flipped the tide. New York sitting at second in the NFC East already talked about Jacksonville and they're, they're, uh, you know, division battle. So I picked New York. Good to see Kyler squeak out a win there um, and move towards that. I think right now we'd be at what? Four and one, five and one. Um, moving on, I think we're at four and one. The Baltimore Ravens escape another quick scare or close scare 23 to 20 over the Cleveland Browns. Lamar's been struggling here recently, 9 of 16, 120 yards. Uh, Gus Edwards showed out 16 carries, 66 yards, and two tuddies. Devin Duvernay, two receptions, 42 yards. Look for the, the, the Ravens to do something on the trade block here um, by the end of the, you know, the trade deadline. Amari Cooper, three receptions, 74 yards. Nick, the best running back in the NFL right now. Chubb, 16 carries, 91 yards, and a touchdown. Jacoby Briskett, 22 of 27, 258. Um, and then no touchdowns for brisket. So moving in, got about four more weeks till the animal. Deshaun Watson gets in there. Um, should be interesting, man. Uh, I, I, I don't, I mean, Cleveland's still in it. You know, they're only a couple games out. Uh, Baltimore's, you know, tied for first right now with Cincy, but have the tiebreaker. I still trust Baltimore more. You know, Since he seems to be coming on, man. Uh, one more turnover for Cleveland. Um, 80 more yards of total offense, one more first down for Cleveland, and nine more minutes of time of possession for Baltimore. Really close game. That one turnover, man, I can't say it enough. I feel like I reiterate myself every single game, every single episode. Those turnovers, man, they play a big aspect. Can't be turning it over. Brisket, except Brisket didn't throw an interception, so it was a fumble. Anyways, um, I, I picked the Ravens, got that win. Moving on to another win. Um, actually... I get to talk about the game. Never mind. Um, A game I got burned by my own team. Every time I've – not every time I've picked against them, but the only two times Carolina's won is when I've picked against them. So, Carolina with a 21-3 victory over Tampa Bay. P.J. Walker, 16-22, 177 yards and two touchdowns. Deonta Foreman, my NFC Offensive Player of the Week, 15 carries, 118 yards. D.J. Moore with his breakout game of the year, seven receptions, 69 yards. Nice. And a touchdown. Um, Mike fraudulent Evans dropping a, what, probably a 60, 70-yard touchdown You on know, the third play of the game. Nine receptions, 96 yards. Um, sh- hold on. I mean, I don't even know. Richard White, six carries for 24 yards. Um, Tampa Bay has averaged three yards per carry. Tampa Bay does not look good, man. Tom Brady, 32 of 49, 290. Um, no touchdowns there. As far as the stats, no turnovers for either team. Three more first downs for Tampa. Um, one more minute of time. Bro, this is so depressing to look at. Um, one more minute of time of possession for for Tampa, and then shoot twenty more yards for Carolina. It's it, it's honestly, I watched this game in its entirety, but it's mind boggling to me um, that Carolina was able to cash in, man. I guess. Um, Carolina sitting at third in the South, Tampa at first, but all one game. You know, in between them, this it can it can honestly do a total one eighty. You know, within this week. So, here's my thing, bro. And, and I love the Carolina Panthers. I'm gonna be a Carolina Panthers fan till I die, bro. The Carolina Panthers can't even tank correctly. This season is shot. I don't care if if we win this week and move into the first in the NFC South. So, so let's say we go make the playoffs with no quarterback. And then we get beat first round, and we have pick 26, and then what are we going to do? What are we going to do with that? Nothing. It just sets us back for more failure. And, look, I'm not saying for the team to go, I don't even want the team to perform bad. I want Carolina to 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 put out a hell of a performance but get beat off a of last-second field goal. You know what I'm saying? Um, Tampa Bay does not look good at all. Um, I'm not too sure what's going on there with Byron Lefwich. Um <sighs> with tom brady it's it's weird because tom was yet you know yelling at his o-line last week um his his only teammate is the referees and then mike evans got a got a referee you know he was at the ref was asking him. he's like mike can you sign this i think you signed a card for him sheena quick um actually recorded that video i'm on panthers twitter she's a great reporter for the carolina panthers um she had that video, you know, that got surfaced around the NFL. I think the NFL investigation said, you know, there was no wrongdoing in the video. I was like, all right, whatever, bozo. Um, but I picked the, the, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers here, and they, they burned me. So, um, Look at you, Carolina. Um, we're not done talking about Carolina, so just sit back and enjoy the episode. Um, moving on. To another win. The New York Jets defeat the Denver Broncos 16 9. Unfortunately, Brees Hall did tear his ACL. Prayers up to Brees Hall. Uh, Four carries, 72 yards in a tutty. Michael Carter, two receptions, 45 yards. Jerry Judy, who could be on the trade block right now, seven receptions, 96 yards. Bradley Chubb, another Bronco who could be on the tra- the, the trade block. Um, Brett Ripian, 24 of 46, 225 in an interception. Uh, Melvin Gordon, 11 carries, 33 yards. Um, and then Zach Wilson, 16-26 for 121 yards. Zach Wilson been putting out some real mid-stat lines. You know what I'm saying? But he just, I mean, his team's carrying him to a win. Brees Hall is carrying the, uh, was carrying the New York Jets to wins. Um, Latavius Murray with a two-yard run after the Brees Hall 62-yarder. A McManus 44-yarder, 40 yard, a Zerline 45-yarder. I am dyslexic as hell. Greg's are line with a 33 yarder, and then Greg's are line with a 40 yarder. So, um, one turnover for Denver. Uh, letting Russ, Russ isn't out. You know where the the Broncos look better without Russ. And um, 11 more first downs for Denver. Five more minutes of time possession for Denver, um, and 80 more uh, yards of total offense, or 64 more yards of total offense. I'm, but. Say it with me man, you can't turn the ball over in close games. Anyways, uh moves New York to second in the AFC East sitting at 5 and 2, one game behind Buffalo and above Miami. Uh sits Denver at last in the AFC West sitting at 2 and 5. So Denver's not looking good. The Jets are the Jets and the Giants and the Bills, man, the Jersey Boys and the and the New York Boys. So you know, I just learned the the Buffalo the Buffalo Bills were from New York. Like I didn't know where they were, but like Buffalo, New York. You know, I'm, it makes sense. Um, anyways, uh, I picked the Jets there, got that win. Moving on to another win, the Los Ant or Las Vegas Raiders defeat the Houston Texans thirty eight to twenty. Another solid game by Damian Pierce, twenty carries, ninety two yards. Josh Jacobs with my co AFC. Offensive player of the week, 20 carries, 143 yards, and three touchdowns. Josh Jacobs is looking damn good right now. Derek Carr, 21-27, 241 in a tutty. Devontae Adams, eight receptions, 95 yards. Um, Davis Mills, 28 of 31. For 302, two touchdowns and an interception. Um, and then Jordan Aikens, the tight end, actually, um, with sorry, three receptions and 68 yards. Um, Las Las Vegas, you know, did what they had to do. A little twenty-one yard, twenty-one point run, you know, in the fourth quarter. Um, I don't think either team is very good, but uh, hey, man, it uh, helped out my season. Pick them, so I can't be too upset now, can I? Um, moving on to, I believe the second to last game in which I got burned. Um, yes, because Carolina, Washington, and then the Seattle. Seahawks defeat the Los Angeles Chargers 37 to 23. Man, did not expect this out of Seattle. Geno Smith 20 to 27, 210 yards, two touchdowns, and a pick. Herbert kind of been playing like a whole lot of mid. I don't really know. Um, it's interesting, man. Uh, 33 of 51 for 293, two touchdowns and an interception. Austin Eckler on the ground, non-existent, nine carries, 31 yards and a tutty. Um, but Austin Eckler throughout the air, 12 receptions, 96 yards and a tutty. Huh? My, but the real running back of this game, Kenneth Walker, my NFC Offensive Rookie of the Week, 23 carries, 168 yards and two touchdowns. Kenneth Walker is looking good running the football. Um, Marquise Goodwin, four receptions, 67 yards and two tutties uh, yeah, Seattle burned me you know in this game one by 14. Kenneth Walker with pff, just looking good man. And I was with a safety you know what I'm saying um but yeah man, the Seahawks honestly aren't looking too bad. they're actually in leading the NFC West um and then obviously this brings Los Angeles down a peg um second, they were tied for first they would have been tied but lost uh, losing the tiebreak if they won this game sitting at four and three in the AFC West. I still think, you know, they still got a couple free wins with with Las Vegas and Denver coming up. So um, I still think they're a playoff team. Uh, Seattle might be a playoff team, man. Um, but y'all know who I'm rooting for in the NFC West. Um, pain, pain, pain. Uh, that's going to be the title of this episode if you can't already tell. Um, moving on to Sunday night football. Or, sorry, this is the last 425 sleep. So the Kansas city chiefs defeat the san francisco 49ers 44 to 23 jimmy garoppolo 25 to 37 303 yards two touchdowns and interception jeff wilson seven carries 54 yards george kittle with his best game of the year so far six receptions 98 yards and a touchdown juju i play call of duty smith schuster seven receptions 124 yards and a tutty isaac pancheo uh, eight carries, 43 yards, and then Patty Mahomes with a good game, 25-34, 423, three touchdowns and an interception. Um, don't you worry a Second, uh, Christian McCaffrey on limited snaps, eight carries for 38 yards, um, and then two receptions for 24 yards. Uh, man, McCaffrey's going to be a dog once he gets this offense down. Must be nice having a, like a, you know, a solid O-line overall, which Carolina's O-line isn't playing too bad, but still don't feel right, man, CMC and that jump, man. One more first down for Shane Fran, one more turnover. Um you, you really saw this game take a turn, you know, a twenty a twenty one to seven run in the fourth, uh, which really opened it up for Kansas City. Um, after actually being down. Or no 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 actually it was a twenty one oh run. But San Francisco had the first turnover. Um, but they were only up five, scored twenty one unanswered, so that was huge. Um McCall Hardman actually had a really good game. Um He's, he's kind of overshadowed by Juju as far as stats. But McCall Hardman had a really good game. Um, Juju had a solid game. Jimmy Garoppolo sacked in the end zone. Just doesn't even look like he knows what he's doing. Frank Clark had a good game, although he was suspended two games by the NFL for violating the league's personal conduct policy. I don't even know what happened. Um... I don't know, man, but uh, I think San Fran's gonna be okay. I think they're probably gonna win the West right now. Once they can get, get, once they can get the best running back in the NFL, besides Nick Chubb, as of right now, he's still the best this season. Nick Chubb's playing better. Um, once they get him, you know, down with the playbook a little more. Um, I did pick the Chiefs there, so that got me a win. Um, moving on to another win was the Dolphins defeating the Steelers, sixteen to ten. Not a whole lot to talk about in this game. Daniel Jones has more rushing yards than Najee Harris. Bonkers, you know all these Najee Harris truthers, truthers are are, are, are just non existent right now. And where's he at? Hmm? He's better than Christian McCabe? Hmm? He's better than Derek Henry. Hmm? Hmm? He's a top five running back. Hmm? Hmm? No, um, Kenny pick at thirty two of forty four, two hundred fifty four seven yards, a touchdown, and three picks. Kenny three picks coming back with it this game. Tua Tungavai Loa twenty one of thirty five, two sixty one and a touchdown. Tua got to be damn careful, bro. He. He was talking about how, you know, before the game, how um, he was going to be careful and whatnot. Um, And then he just goes out looking to truck people. It makes no sense. Anyways, man, uh, Raheem Mostert, 16 carries, 79 yards. Uh, Jalen Waddle, four receptions for 88 yards. Pat Fryermuth, eight receptions, 75 yards. A Noah I Ihegdebo? Ihegdebo? That's a fun name to say, even though I didn't say it right. Um, with the game ceiling interception of Kenny Pickett. Um, psh, Miami got it done, man. What else can you say? Um, I'm going to try and speed through this here. Um And then moving on to Monday Night Football, I didn't even watch the game. Bro, I binged all last night the whole season of The Watcher, bro. Whack ending. I think Marlon Humphrey said it too. It was a great show, just whack ending, bro. I binged six-hour episodes last night, bro. Terrible, terrible. Bailey Zappi, 14 to 22, 185 yards and a touchdown. Two interceptions. I'm not too sure if Matt got benched or if he's hurt still. Ramondre Stevenson, 11 carries, 39 yards and a tutty. Devontae Parker, three receptions, 68 yards. Darnell Mooney, three receptions, 53 yards. J- Justin Fields, 14 carries, 82 yards and a touchdown. And then 13 to 21, 179 yards, a touchdown and an interception. Man, to me, still that stat line's a whole bunch of mid, bro. Like, I don't think that. <sighs> Justin Fields is that good? And I'm on Panthers Twitter where everybody's like, "And look, bro, I didn't even agree with the J.C. Horn pick, bro. I wanted a and here's my thing, bro. I'm never sold on quarterbacks, but I want the quarterbacks for the excitement. Having having a first round quarterback just is exciting. You can get a jersey, you know. I'm into all the material things. Um but I never, I was never in love with Justin Fields. But all these Panthers Twitter guys, they're like, "I'll never forgive Carolina for passing on Justin Fields for JC Horn. JC Horn's like better at his position than Justin Fields has. Except JC can't stay on the field, man. <claps> Gotta love it, bro. Um, yeah, man. That's that's gonna be it for the uh, the week six, seven, week seven recap. Um, is that week seven? Yeah. So I'm going to week nine. I'm sorry. Um, but that's going to do it for the week seven recap. Um, went went ten and four, losing that last game to the Pats. Would have kept me above five, like ten games ahead of my losses for my wins, which would have been really nice. But look, man, we're going to turn it around. We're going to get we're going to get two to three wrong this week. Could have been this week, you know, but Carolina, Washington, and Seattle. And the Bears burned me. Anyways, um, Brees Hall tearing his ACL out for the season. Terrible um dk metcalf jc jackson mike williams all carted off the field um in their games prayers up to them i know jc jackson's out for the year not too sure on the other ones um big trade last night james robinson to the new york jets after Brees hall's injury for a conditional sixth rounder that could become a fifth rounder good to see james robinson getting ready to spread his wings and fly out of jacksonville should be interesting when Brees Hall comes back next year. And Michael Carter, they already got another guy in there who they just took, I think, in the second round last year. So these teams are just stacking up on the second-round quarterback. Your cor- running backs. Good Lord. I blame it on Carolina. Speaking of Carolina, Carolina turning, two, turning down two first-round picks for Brian Burns. <laughs> uh, here's my thing, bro. I made, a, I made a video about this. It's like everybody was saying – you know, it was probably not a not a whole lot of value. There were probably late round picks. I was like, yeah, I don't care about his draft capital. His draft capital you can move up with. It's 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 for a guy who's who might not resign and maybe he will. Maybe he will re sign next year after his contract's over. But clearly you're not in win now mode because you just traded away the best running back in the NFL in my eyes, outside of Nick Chubb. He's playing better this season. Um for for a lot less than that. So w- w- what's up with the leniency with Chris McCaffrey? But but, but when, no, not the leniency of a guy who's never had ten sacks a, in a season. And look, I like Brian Burns, I really do. I love DJ Moore. I love Derek Brown. I love Shaq Thompson. I love JC Horn. I love Ikemi Kwanu. But bro, if we're not if we're gonna do a complete rebuild and and they're not drafted in the last two to three years, then get them out. If if that's how you treat McCaffrey, then get them out. You know what I'm saying? <sighs> Anyways. Okay. Moving on to my players of the week AFC co-players, offensive players of the week Starting off with Josh Jacobs 20 attempts, 143 yards 3 touchdowns, 3 receptions 12 yards uh, Like I said man, great to see uh, Josh Jacobs Playing well uh, Joe Burrow, 34 of 42 for 481 yards 3 touchdowns um, And then 3 attempts for 20 yards Very close, I think he was what, 40 yards off From breaking the, uh, the, the the single game Passing yards record Chris Jones with a good game for <clears throat> the Kansas City Chiefs for my NFC or AFC Defense Player of the Week. Um, three tackles, two sacks, and a forced fumble. Damian Pierce, Offensive Rookie of the Week for AFC. Didn't have a stellar game compared to some of his other games, but there wasn't a whole lot of guys in the AFC this week. A lot of linemen, but uh, I'm only going to put Carolina assignment up there. Right. <laughs> um, 20 attempts, 92 yards, four receptions, 25 yards, over 108-yard day from scrimmage. Uh, Defensive Rookie of the Week, Sauce Gardner again, 10 tackles, three pass deflections, not a whole lot of guys defensively in the AFC. Uh, NFC Offensive Player of the Week, Devonta Foreman, 15-7, 118 yards, 60-yard run. Devondre Campbell for my NFC Defensive Player of the Week, um, 12 tackles and a pick six for the Green Bay Packers, a very rare bright spot. Um, Rookie Player of the Week in general, uh, Kenneth Kenneth Walker, sorry, out of Michigan State for the Seattle Seahawks. (laughs) <laughs> Seahawks Hawks, uh, 23 attempts, 168 yards, and two touchdowns. Uh, Sam Williams for the Dallas Cowboys for Defensive Rookie of the Week in the NFC, three tackles, two sacks, a forced fumble, and a fumble recovery. Good performance by Sam Williams. Moving on to my award trackers um, <clears throat> Josh Allen for my MVP award. He was on by. Justin Jefferson, Offensive Player of the Year. He was on by. Miles Garrett, four tackles and a sack for Defensive Player of the Year. Damian Pierce, 20 attempts, 92 yards, four receptions, 25 yards. Christian McCaffrey for comeback player of the year, 13 attempts, 69 yards, two receptions and 24 yards. That ain't right. That is not right. I Look, he did not have 13 attempts for 69 yards. He had He had like eight carries for 53 yards, I think. I'm sorry. I'm tripping. Aiden Hutchinson finally decided to show up. Three tackles, one and a half sacks. Moves his sack total to four and a half, half outside of Brian Burns, you know. And he's he hasn't been exactly been consistent, but he's up there. You know, he's probably top 50 or so, you know, in sacks, which, okay, more than top 50. I'm tripping. Um, but there's he's not far off the top guys in the NFL. He just disappears and sometimes reappears. Uh moving on to Sean McDermott for my coach of the year. Obviously he was on bye week, sitting at five and one, top of the AFC East, top of the AFC, second in the NFL, only behind the Philadelphia Eagles, who also did not play this week. Um, <clears throat> as you can see, is getting a little a little early on time, but I'm getting late in the episode. Um, but we ain't done. I can tell you that. Um <sighs> week week eight predictions, man. Ravens at the Bucks, give me the Bucks. Wow. Mmm. Mmm. I'm sitting here, man. Sometimes I just be picking stuff crazy on my predictions. Give me the Baltimore Ravens. The Bucks have looked god awful. Broncos at the Jags, give me the Jags. Panthers at the Falcons, give me the Falcons. I don't want Carolina to win. Okay, I want them to have a good performance. I want them to lose. Um Bears at Cowboys, give me the Cowboys. Pretty simple. Dolphins at the Lions. Give me the Dolphins. I need the Lions to win. I hope the Lions win. I hope they pull it out. I'm okay with taking a loss there. Cardinals at Vikings. Give me the Vikings. Raiders at the Saints. Give me the Saints. Patriots at the Jets. Give me the Jets. Pats look terrible, but they've looked decent before that. Uh, Could be a close game. Steelers at the Eagles. Give me the Eagles. Steelers are piss poor. Poverty franchise. Um, Titans at the Texans. Give me the Titans. Uh, I do expect um, Damian Pierce to have a big game there um commanders at the colts give me the commanders i have the colts on the paper Give the commanders sam ellinger at quarterback colts are just looking like a piss poor poverty franchise too so um 49ers at the rams give me the niners you're gonna see a lot of it man i think chris mccaffrey gets more involved in the offense i think he knows the playbook a little more i think it opens the San fran offense man so give me the 49ers giants at the seahawks give me the giants <laughs> could be a really close game man um I'm I'm, I'm to the Seahawks or to the Giants. I can't pick against them. Packers at the Bills. Give me the Bills. Packers have played piss poor. Um, I feel a lot more comfortable taking the Bills. So, Bengals at the Browns for Monday Night Football. Give me the Bengals. I think, you know, the Browns have looked here and there. Looked very mediocre throughout the season. Um, I, I trust the Bengals. The Bengals are on a little bit of a roll. Hopefully, here's my thing, bro. It's like. I've yet to be to a Carolina Panthers game where they win it, right? And I don't want to be to a Carolina Panthers game where they win because here's my thing. It was it was 20, <clears throat> 2019 when I uh, when I went to Carolina. Christian McCaffrey's thousand-thousand-yard season. Uh, Luke Kuechly's last away game in a Carolina uniform. It was the Indianapolis Colts Week 16 in which we got blown out. Two Naheem Hines punt return touchdowns. Um but I'm going to a Carolina game this year, and look, I wanted us to lose then because of the draft pick, but it was going to be like cool, you know. And I'm saying we we I get to go to a game. Maybe Carolina will win. Here's my thing, bro. If Carolina wins, but it's it's so ugh, it's so bad with him not being with Christian not being in Carolina because at least I could be like Christian has huge game, shuts everybody up. The Panthers blow out the Bengals, but now I can't say that. You know, I could say DJ Moore has a big game, Brian Burns has a big game, JC Horn has a big game. Kimmy Kwan, there's still a lot of guys I'm I'm looking forward to watching, you know, week nine when I go to Cincy, but uh give me the Bengals. I hope I hope the Bengals honestly win. I, I'm like it's a it's a win win scenario. I you know. I get to see a Panthers win in person, or we move up the draft board. Um teams on by this week, Kansas City Chiefs, Los Angeles Chargers. Um fourteen games this fifteen games this week? Did I ever figure that out? I don't know, man. It must be 15 games this week. Um, yeah, that's not going to conclude it for this for this episode of that six, man. I have to sit here and rain on Carolina. Uh, and I've done it throughout the episode, but I'm going to go position by position. O line playing well. Ikemi Quanu's playing well. Brady Christensen here and there. You know, Ikwanu's played a lot better since week two. Center, Pat F line goes hurt, goes down. Bradley Bozeman comes in. Highest rated center performance this week. Al Fiennes played good. Shut up. Austin Corbett played really well. Right tackle, Taylor Moten played pretty well. Tight end, Ian Thomas. Buns. Tight end screens. Buns. Tommy Tremble, not that good. Wide receiver, DJ Moore held back from quarterback play. Not even the worst quarterbacks he's had throughout his career, but held back from quarterback play because Ben McAdoo is a terrible offensive coordinator. He's not a good coach. He's you know maybe maybe Ben could go into college and be a be a hell of a coordinator, be a hell of a coach. Like like uh, what's what's bro's face? Um, Bill, Bill O'Donnell, Bill O'Brien, good Lord. You know, he's at Bama right now. They're winning games, even though they lost to Tennessee. Hendon Hooker, come to Carolina. I'm not really a fan of it. Give me Bryce Young, bro. I'm going off right now, but Baker Mayfield, not good. Sam Darnold, not good. P.J. Walker is not good. Three and one record as a starter. I really don't care, bro. Like if anybody has watched, this is the best P.J. Walker has performed, In his starting efforts in Carolina, he threw for 177 yards. Efficient game, two touchdowns, didn't turn the ball over. I'll give him credit, man, but Tampa Bay hasn't played well. P.J. Walker is not a franchise quarterback. We need a franchise quarterback. I'm sick of bouncing here and back and back and forth because we can't commit to a franchise quarterback. It's the same thing the Indianapolis Colts are doing, and that's the reason that they can't get over the hump, that they can't reach the playoffs, that they can't go to a, a conference championship. Teams look, and Todd Bills. He he doesn't listen to my podcast. I've set up Spotify on him, and, and you know maybe he just doesn't want to. But here's the thing: he he's deathly against drafting in the first round. He's deathly against it. Here's my thing. You have to commit to a quarterback. You have to. It's the only way to get franchise quarterbacks. You know, as much as I dislike Patrick Mahomes, he's a franchise quarterback. I I didn't like Herbo coming out of college. He's a franchise quarterback. You know, you, you got to take risks. If you're going to sit here and bounce around from Matt Ryan, Philip Rivers, Carson Wentz, or in Carolina's case, Sam Darnold, Teddy Bridgewater, Kyle Allen, Cam Newton for a little bit again. Um... Baker Mayfield, you're not going to go anywhere. You're just jogging in place, and multiple times taking a step back. I don't know why in the world the Carolina decided decided to hire Ben McAdoo, Steve Wilkes, a hell of a post game speech to the team, bro. You're not it. You're not him. I don't know if Byron Leftwich is him because Tampa's struggling. Eric Bieniemy, him and Patrick have things. There's, he said there's a reason that the, the Bieniemy hasn't been taken as a head coach in the NFL. It's going to be better than Matt Rule. It's going to be better than Steve Wilkes. You have to take risks. Sean McDermott, they took a risk on Carolina's defensive coordinator after the 2016-2015 season. Look at look at him now. He's my coach of the year candidate. Nick Ceriani, you know, Kyle Shanahan, uh, Sean McVay. Although their teams are maybe struggling a little bit, they're hella coaches. You know, and... In, in, that's my thing, bro. Carolina, they, if they're gonna fully rebuild, them fully rebuild, bro. Like I'm, I'm still not over it. Scott Fitterer, bro. This is a message to you, and you're not. And, and look, I want to preface this because because one day it's my dream to work for the Carolina Panthers. It is my absolute dream to be a sports journalist for the Carolina Panthers, and I'm gonna let that be known right here. I, I would do nothing. I want nothing more than than to have that job and have that role. But here's my thing, bro. You're almost as bad as Dave Gettleman. And, and that's the, that's the look, it's cool, bro. It's cool. Signs Hassan Redick, lets him walk. S- trades for Stefan Gilmore, lets him walk. Trades for C.J. Henderson, a third rounder. I don't I don't think C.J.'s bad. I'm a Florida guy, I don't think Hendo's bad. Has he played great? Has he played good? Absolutely not. I don't think he's bad. Cool. Traded for Sam Darnold. Cool in the moment? Terrible right now. Traded for Baker Mayfield. Cool in the moment? Terrible now. I think fit was here for the the whole Teddy Bridgewater debacle, you know. Goes out, signs Teddy Bridgewater, has to cut Teddy Bridgewater, trade Teddy Bridgewater, pay a massive part of Teddy's salary, you know. Man, I just I just don't get it. I I really don't get it. Um, trades Christian McCaffrey, bro. The, the the one bright spot of this team, the heart and soul of the Carolina Panthers, Olivia Colpo, Christian's girlfriend, fiance, whatever it is, she posted a video on TikTok about how much they love Charlotte. Christian McCaffrey, after everything he's been through, after everything he's been through in Carolina, all the losing seasons, all the injuries, all the all the fans giving up on him, but then when he when they see him in person, they're oh my God, it's Christian McCaffrey, I love you. No, and and all the Carolina fans who were just who won't shut up. You know the guys who are like, oh, Christian McCaffrey was holding this offense back. Look at Deonta Foreman, uh, twelve carry, thirteen carries, sixteen carries, one hundred eighteen yards. No, bro, no. He played a bad defense. Deonta Foreman had a sixty-yard rush. If if you don't think that Christian McCaffrey is is, look, this is my thing. I need to calm down, and, and I'm only going to do this for about two more minutes. I want to get this episode to fifty minutes. Here's my thing, bro. If you think, and Stephen A. Smith, not a great commentator in my mind or analyst in my mind, forgets, doesn't know what the hell he's talking about in the NFL, said Derek Johnson was playing out. I'm getting off track. Um, Stephen A. Smith said this best. There is, if you think that the Carolina Panthers are better off without Steve Smith, I don't know what to tell you. If you think the Carolina Panthers are better off without Christian McCaffrey, I do not know what to tell you I really don't finally finally not getting injured finally not piss poor managed by, by by his managers by his coach sticks his neck out for the head coach sticks his neck out for the OC does everything he needs to do in Carolina robbed of an offensive player of the year the only reason that this offense has had success over the last couple of years this is how we treat him trade him for a second trade him for a third trade him for a fourth trade him for a fifth <laughs> Oh, what's up, what's up, what's up with that stelling offer, Scott Fitterer? That it would have to be multiple first round picks to trade Christian. Oh, well the guys who were who are coming to us didn't have a first round pick, then don't do the trade. Stick to your guns, be a man, stick to your word. Don't trade a guy who has lit you know how how rare loyalty is? I hope and I said this in the video. I love the Carolina Panthers. It's my dream to work for them. Carolina deserves every single L that comes to them in, in the next half a decade. Until Christian McCaffrey retires, my favorite player in the NFL will not be a Carolina Panther, and that that hurts. That hurts to say, man. It really does because I love my team. Um, I don't know, man. Coach Regs, I see your text. I'm sorry I spelled your name wrong on the Dynasty Podcast. I hope you like the emotion I, I let out today. The episode of this this video is is titled "Pain." This is a painful episode, man. Uh, that's going to conclude it for episode seven of That Six. I want to thank you guys so much for listening and joining me. Um, I want to invite you guys again to follow the podcast and TikTok, or on TikTok and Twitter under at That Six Podcast. Sundays will never be the same, man, without you in the black and blue, Christian. I love you, 22. I love you, man. You thought I was done, man. You thought I was feeling you? No. I'm, um, You'll see You guys will see what I'm doing Um, little, 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 little outro thing Sing it with me man right, forget About the deadlines It's time Uh oh I don't know about you But I'm feeling 22 Everything won't be alright If you keep me next to you you don't know about me, but I bet you want to. Everything will be all right if we just keep dancing like we're 22. That was, that was terrible. Anyways, that's going to end it for, for episode 7. Uh, I can't wait to talk to you guys next time. Thank you and deuces. Thanks for listening to this presentation of the Trine Broadcasting Network, part of the Center for Sports Studies at Trine University. Learn more at trine.edu.